0: The Interabank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Red Couch Podcast. I am your host, Ben Harrietha. It's time for another episode of Reporter Rants. We've got another great episode of the podcast coming up. Uh, Intero Bang editor Hannah Theodore will be on to talk about the new issue of the Bang that will be coming out today. But first, just going to make sure that you guys all know what's going on regarding the new format. So as you guys know, we switched to video podcast last episode. The response has been great so far. Really, thank you for that, guys. We'll still be doing video episodes uh, biweekly. So last Friday, you got a video episode. Me and Ishmael were on the, uh, the eponymous red couch of the podcast. Next Friday, you'll get another video episode. The uh, video episodes will usually have a special big name guest from around the school or London. Uh, in between those episodes, we'll have audio episodes like this one, where it'll be a me or one of the other hosts of the show with a reporter discussing the new issue of the Intero Bang. Uh, all episodes will be uploaded on the same usual platforms, so Spotify, podcasts, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, but also YouTube as well. The audio episodes will still just be audio only. But we'll have some simple graphics to go along with the video. So, just to recap, to make sure everything's clear and dandy and good, all episodes will continue to be uploaded on all the platforms that you're, they usually can get your podcast on. On the weeks that we print a new issue, we will have a reporter rants episode, which is audio only, discussing what's going into the new issue. Then, on the weeks where we don't have a new issue, it'll be a video podcast with a guest. So, with that, on to the show. Anna, welcome back to the podcast
0: hi ben thank you for having me
1: yeah it's our first it's our first episode of reporter rants after the format switch
0: yeah this is the red couch podcast reporter rants edition yes audio only
1: (laughs) audio only and now we're going to be talking about the upcoming issue of the Bang, which should be fun uh our, our black history month issue
0: yes dropping the same day that this episode will be coming out so timing works out perfectly
1: Yes, exactly. And pick up your copy of Intero Bang on newsstands now. You know. Yes, um, literally right now. <laughs> so I, I guess what you know, you're the editor. You see everything that goes through the issue. I also see mm-hmm. everything that goes into the issue, but uh, you, you know, you're you're the one who sees it first. Um, so can we give can give me a preview of what's coming up in this issue?
0: Yeah. So the Black History Month issue is quite unique to like everything else that we do throughout the year, because a huge portion of it is made up of submissions by students and faculty and community members. I think almost everything we got this year was from Fanshawe students though. Um, And we really broaden like the scope of what we accept. So, you know, if you pick up a typical issue of Interabang, you're going to have a lot of articles, feature style articles, news, culture, and opinion. Uh, For this issue, we kind of open it up to artwork and poetry, short stories, essays, um, really anything that people want to submit, um, we will find a place for it in this issue. Um, And it's kind of twofold. So part of it is, one, like, we we would never want to say, like, only certain people can submit. Um, So it's either you can submit stories or articles that speak to the Black experience in some way. Um, maybe you've you've done an article where you're exploring Black history um, and you yourself might not be Black, but but you're you're taking the time to like look into that and and research and, and interview the right people. Um and, and then on the flip side, it's also an opportunity for Black creators and Black writers and Black artists to submit their work and have a platform in Enterabank. Um so it's a really special issue. Everything, like even the cover of this issue, was submitted by a student. Um, and we never know what we're going to get, right? So this this was quite lucky that we had a piece of art that worked as a cover piece as well. Um, so yeah, it's always a it's always fun to put together this issue again because it's just such a surprise every time. Um, and we got quite lucky this year with a lot of great artwork, a lot of great poetry. Um, And two really great articles from Fanshawe's anti-racism and inclusion specialist, uh, Troy Townsend as well. So yeah, it's uh, this issue will be on stands for like a long time too, because we don't have, because of Reading Week, we won't have another issue coming out till February 24th. Um, So there's lots of time to like enjoy it. Uh, It's a long issue too. We're like 24 pages. Um, So there's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff.
1: It's uh that that cover is is striking. Like yes. when you when you put the proof of it on my desk, I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, yeah, that is amazing.
0: The artist, uh, like, I I asked the artist if they would kind of give me like a anyone who submitted art. I asked if they could provide like a description or a little background into it because I really appreciate that. Like, as you know, if I'm at a museum or if I'm looking at art, I love when there's a little bit of an expl- explanation behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. What they kind of explained was that that particular piece was like an exploration in color um, and in like in like skin tone and just like even like and like the eyes are closed. So you're not even looking at you're just looking at the face without the eyes. Um, and it's just so like thoughtful. And you can sense that the artist was thinking about all of those pieces when they were creating the art. And it actually like translates through it very well so we were really happy to have received that and to give it a spot uh on the cover which is awesome
1: yeah i think i think it's kind of perfect that we have uh that you know that we have reading week right in the middle of the i guess the run of this issue yeah uh because you know for most of black history month what's going to be on newsstands is our black history month issue
0: yeah exactly
1: it just it just works out perfectly
0: yeah yeah, you have the whole month to kind of take it in and to revisit it if you want. And, you know, even if there's that show, like students are kind of in and out during reading week, right? But for the ones that are here, it's like they'll they'll have that extra opportunity to to pick up their copy too.
1: Awesome. Um and uh so you know, you spoke on on getting submissions from students uh and you know, putting that all together. How how was that like? Like what what's the What's the process there of deciding kind of like what everything, where everything goes, you know, um, if there's any editing that needs to be done to anything? Uh, yeah, that's
0: a great question. Sorry to cut you off. Was there more- no, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, um, like the process of calling for submissions, we started this right before we left for the winter break. Last year, we kind of like it wasn't the best way that we timed it out. We kind of waited till we got back from winter break to start promoting it. So this year we started really early, um, just kind of like dropping hints that that this was coming and that people had the opportunity. Um, and then something I tried doing more of this year was uh, call outs, like using Instagram reels. Um, and just, I think, I don't know, I think people really respond to that kind of content for some reason, like video stuff really gets promoted on Instagram those videos got a lot of attention and they were just me answering questions about the submission process and what people could submit. Um, and they would get kind of shared around. I would tag like every Fanshawe department just being like, spread this, tell everyone. Um, and it works. Like I, this was in previous years, we've collaborated with Western and we've been able to, to, to kind of use their outlets as well to reach students. This year we kind of did everything through our channels. um, but it was one of the more successful years in terms of like the quantity of submissions we received. So uh, it just goes to show, I think that there's a lot of talent here at Fanshawe um, just kind of like waiting for an opportunity to, to show it. So that was cool to see. Um, In terms of like editing things that came in. So if it's like an article or a short story, I might apply the same type of editing that I would, I would apply to like a regular article. I'm checking for all the same like grammatical errors and um, CP style stuff that we know and love but for things like poetry and this is kind of an interesting piece too right like punctuation in poetry is very deliberate um mm-hmm. and so even though as i'm looking at someone's poem and thinking like oh i would put a comma here or i would put a a period here or a question mark there there's a good chance that the 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 author was was deliberately making those choices to not include those those pieces of punctuation. So for the poetry, I really would just I would format them into like the correct font size and 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 formatting style, but then I wouldn't really mess with them at all. Um, just because, you know, when it's something creative like that, you really want to respect the integrity of what the author intended. Um so there was that there's that extra piece. It's like a different editing style. Um and then the actual layout was done by someone on our team, which previously we would kind of just, I have a graphic designer that I work with who helps lay out the paper every issue. Uh, And normally she would kind of put together these Black History Month pages. Uh, But this year we were actually able to give that to a student, um, uh, Brianna Brissett, who works in our office. And so all of the Black History Month pages were designed by Brianna. And so the only kind of guidance I would give her was to say, okay, so. For example, there's one poem called We Shall Overcome, They Say, which was submitted by Shadé Diaz. And I really felt that it had a, a lot of impact and I wanted it to be the last page of the section and I wanted it to stand on its own. Um, I said, you got to have that at the end and a foreword from Troy Townsend at the start. Everything else is kind of yours to play with. Um, and, you know, with some some guidance from us along the way. So a lot of those like layout choices were Brianna and like her creativity and her eye for graphic design um you know there were like like I said kind of like the the couple of notes that I really wanted to see but so much of that was just her um you know playing around and creating something that I think is really awesome and and shows she's been with us now since like summer and she's grown so much as an artist and a graphic designer and I think this is kind of like the culmination of all of that experience that she's been building here so that was really cool as well to be able to give that her give her that opportunity
1: and i i only saw the um i guess the first proofs of it but they look like amazing like they're so like striking i think she made like a really cool decision to have it um all the like the all the pages be just like monochrome yeah white And I thought that was like a really, really cool decision. I liked the little logo she made, like super, super, super interesting. And uh, like with the features and stuff, like we don't, I don't get to see that with the proofs. So it's always really cool when I get to see, when I get the issue and it's like, oh, sweet, how is this going to look? And I think for this issue, especially, I am so, so excited to see how everything um, like comes together in the actual print uh, format. Yeah, it's it's, going to... it's always
0: a little well yeah and it's always a little different too right like you see the proofs and they look one way and then they come in newsprint and it's always like a little bit different you know like you're looking at the center spread for example and when you're looking at a pdf it's hard to picture what it's going to look like when you have the paper open in front of you um so seeing that final product i think will be the real like gratifying moment when we finally have this issue like in our hands and uh you know and we can share it with other people too because because we started the process so early, it feels like we've been sitting on this issue for a long time. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be fun to kind of get it out there.
1: Um. So you, you said, you know, I was going to ask about like the response we got from people uh, mm-hmm. about the submissions. You said it was pretty good, though. Like people were excited to hear about that yeah. we were taking submissions.
0: Yeah, big time. Like if I wasn't getting, I, I got a lot, like most of the submissions came in as as you would predict, like on the day of the deadline or the day before. Um, but like leading up to that point, like I received a lot of inquiries, a lot of questions, a lot of people, you know, looking for like specifications and, and just being really excited about the fact that this opportunity was there. Um, and I did notice too, like on social media, the, the response to those videos was just really over like, like positive. Um, and it seemed like they were getting a lot of eyeballs on them which just people that were interested in the fact that we were doing this so yeah it was it was a really strong year for just general interest uh in the submission process so that was
1: cool to see definitely uh, and w- were you at all worried that we weren't gonna have enough oh every history? time
0: yeah every time always <laughs> um like we've had and I think after last year like I, I had a, I, I think last year with with school being remote for so much of the year um it was a lot harder to reach students I think um like we we made a point this year with all that social media promotion, we also were doing, we had flyers and ads in the paper that people were seeing, you know, everywhere they went on campus um, and posters up everywhere. But last year, the only way that we could reach people was was through social media or like me frantically reaching out to program coordinators being like, please tell your students about this, you know? Um, so, you know, there were a couple of, There were times last year where I really thought we weren't going to make it. And I think it showed to me this year the difference between in-person versus remote learning. Because although I was worried, once I saw the the flow of stuff that started coming in closer to the deadline, I was like, wow, okay, people are responding a lot quicker and in droves this year compared to previous years. Um, Because we even tried, like last year, we did a cover contest as well um, for our diversity issue. And I like we it was just so minimal, like the amount of people who ended up submitting was just, you know, you hope that you're going to have tons of options. And in the end, we we didn't have very many. So um, I think it speaks to people's desire to be involved. Um, I just noticed actually like Shade Diaz after she submitted uh, that poem. I'm seeing her on my LinkedIn and she's being she's with like part of the we're hired campaign with Fanshawe college so this is a person who is clearly so involved with the college um, and mm-hmm. who saw this opportunity and, and 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 helped us out too so i do see like a a real push from students to to want to do things and to to actually respond to opportunities so that's been really cool
1: um and and so this is our I, I I remember reading in the letter to the editor letter from the editor. yeah, sorry, it was, that it was this is our third uh, Black History Month issue?
0: Yes. Yeah. um, yeah. so this started um a year before I came on with our editor Angela McKinnis. And at that time, it was a collaboration between us and the Black Students Association at Western. um. And it was a huge success as well. And so then I took over the following year and, you know, we 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 did a lot of the same things. We also changed a few things. And then this year was kind of the biggest leap because this was the first time that we really kept it, you know, super Fanshawe focused. Um, but hopefully it can continue. And, you know, I always say as much as like, it, it was it was lucky that almost all the submissions were Fanshawe students, but anyone can submit. I would never like... I, I've opened it up to the community. I opened it up to students at Western. Like those opportunities never go away. Um, so hopefully, in the future, we can get even more coming from you know beyond Fanshawe too. Because the the more the merrier, honestly.
1: Definitely. Like, um, what like what would be your ideal? Like, how many how many pages of would you want <laughs> to have? I, guess.
0: I mean, like this issue had eight full pages of uh like like black history month content um i would love to get it to like 10 maybe if it was like because already like 24 pages is pretty like it's on the longer side for us but we can get up to like 32 pages and then terabang um so i you know if we could fill it out even more with more of that feature content like i would take it absolutely absolutely
1: Hell yeah I, I I I mean, like like you said, the more the merrier, and yeah. uh, it's 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 always great to see. I think people getting like excited for to see something get a news, like to submit something for a newspaper, because it's like, um, sometimes like I think I get in the weeds a little bit of like, ah, uh, you know, we're a newspaper, the print medium's dying, yada yada, but then like I see how many people take, um, you know. Copies off the newsstands, and I see how excited people were to submit things for this for this issue. That I'm like, maybe it's not so bad, you know? Yeah,
0: no, I think especially for creators uh, and writers, and you know, anyone in in that field, like, uh, being published, regardless of where you're published, is an accomplishment. um And so I know that it doesn't matter as if you have a byline in something, even if it's a newspaper, or it's a magazine. Um, that's, that is a huge thing. And I know that for anyone who submitted, um, I, or I hope anyway, that this will be something that they can like cherish and, um, you know, remember and, and, and feel good about the fact that they were a part of it. Right.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And has, have they always taken, have we always taken reader submissions for Black History Month? Like, is it like since it started or?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was the initial intent. Um, when. Angela first started the issue, the idea was uh, purely to give Black creators a platform. Um, I've kept that part of it, but like I was saying, there's that other piece, right, where it's like, I'm not going to turn anyone away. And if you have done the proper work um, and you've done the right interviews, you know, it, we 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 want to platform anything that is helping to like spread awareness and, and start conversations. Um, but yeah, this submissions piece was always part of it.
1: It's a, uh, it's, it's hard to, p- I think it's hard to pick like a, like a favorite, obviously, yeah. but what's been submitted that is your favorite? Um, I mean,
0: <laughs> like I said, like I loved, the cover's amazing, um, but I did like that, the, the poem that Shade submitted, I was really happy to kind of give that its own page and its own moment. Um, We did receive some really great digital art early on from a student uh, whose artist's name is Lost Digits. Um, they're a photography student here at Fanshawe, but they also do like really cool uh, graphic design. And so got, they made up like just really cool, like futuristic digital art. And it all had cool stories behind it, which was awesome. Um, and then Bree, even so Brianna, who designed all those pages, also took time to create artwork to submit as well. And so she, do- she did up a whole page of um, animated characters that she'd created um with little descriptions of each character um so i really loved that as well um but yeah really really everything like all the poetry all the artwork um but yeah those were some of the standards for sure
1: it's, speaking of the the lost digits I, I told you that i i ran into them for a story <laughs> that yeah. i was doing right the yeah. photography story yeah it's, it's totally small world because we ended up talking about the Bang, and i i i gave him the spiel about you know oh we're uh we're taking submissions for um for our black history month issue if you want to submit anything and he yeah. goes oh i already have do you want to see what <laughs> i submitted and so and, and so i got a little early peek as to what was going to be uh what was going to be in the issue yes um so yeah we've talked a lot about um the submissions that we've gotten for mm-hmm. um the uh for the issue uh What about some of the stuff from just like our writing team like i guess if there's anything interesting from there uh i don't know we've got a couple interesting articles there
0: yeah there's some really good ones going in so um for news this issue um you did up a great article about uh the expansion of the learn and stay grant uh johan is giving us a heads up about share the land Um, which for anyone who doesn't know is uh, like annual concert, charity concert that the MIA students put together. It's really awesome. It's like a huge thing every year. Um, Kate got to talk to Brandon on our team about the 48 hour film challenge that the contemporary media uh, students do. Um, So that's great. I love when we get to like uh, interview people that are on our team Uh, and Brandon's film sounds really awesome. Um, yeah, so it sounds then, so cool. <laughs> so cool. Um, and then, yeah, our opinion section is great. We got a great rewind from you this issue about um marvin Gay, uh, yeah. and then sort of as a nice complimentary piece to your news focused article about the Learn and Stay Grant, uh, our reporter Didi Samuels actually wrote an opinion piece about some of the flaws with that plan, which uh, I like the contrast of that within one issue. Um, Culture. I'm so like Zoe King, who uh, people need to understand. Zoe King is not a reporter for Interrobang. Zoe King is our our sales and ad rep um, in the FSU Publications Office. Um, But she is like a machine and she offers to to write for us whenever she has free time, which I truly don't even know how she has any free time. Um, But we were there were like two performances left at the grand of Controlled Damage. Uh, which is a play that was written by a uh, playwright from London um, about Viola Desmond. And we were like, gosh, like we were a little late to the game, but it would be so awesome to get a review of this show in Interrobang. And Zoe just like latched onto the idea. She got so excited about the prospect of going to see it and then being able to write about it. And, uh, so we set it up, we got the tickets. We, she went off on a Saturday night and saw the show and wrote this amazing review. Um, I don't think she's ever written a play review before
1: um,
0: but it's awesome. And the way she like described how it made her feel, um, and you know, she summarized the story so beautifully too. Um, it's a shame the play is closed now, but I think it's a, if you really want to experience how it felt and 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 how it was staged. Like Zoe does a really good job of um of highlighting all of that. So she is like I said after that I was like, all right, you're on our theater beat now. Like I'm sending you yeah. the grand every time there's a play. Like I want your reviews. So uh, no, that was
1: she. Uh, she killed that one. It was yeah, great.
0: Yeah, really awesome. And the photos that we were able to to get from the grand as well. Like just just really stunning. So that was awesome. And then yeah, like. This is our first issue, too, that we have an update coming from Fuel. So part of our sports mm-hmm. section now is incorporating some of the stats and updates coming from Fanshawe's Esports League. Um, and so those are being submitted by someone on their team named Alex Allen. And uh, so he's kind of giving us a rundown if you're interested in esports, especially Legion esports. Um, I think you'll really like the articles that Alex is writing. Um so those are those are fun. It's fun to have that extra inclusion in the sports section now. Um, kind of just like like. Opening up what can go in sports and and how sports is expanding. Um, so that's that's kind of a cool new piece, too. So there's a lot. It's a good issue. Solid issue front to back, I'd say. Uh,
1: yeah, I, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I do the second passes on all the uh, on editing. And so I get mm-hmm. to read the issue a little earlier. And uh, most people, and it's, it's, it's a stacked issue. Like we're, it's good. It's like yeah. every, every article. I'm like, damn, this is like a really good, I'm enjoying this a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like you said, uh, Zoe, Zoe, what a trooper. Like I know. I'm like, I, I, she's probably like wicked busy because she's also in school, right? She's
0: in school full time. She works here part time, already doing her job as an ad sales rep and then she also writes for Interabang just on top of that you know yeah um yeah she's a, she's a champion um she's a virgo so you know it
1: makes sense of course yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and I, that um i i, I did want to i wanted to talk about uh the the rewind with the Marvin Gaye cuz mm-hmm. i have i i uh i haven't listened to that album before that was um i had heard from a lot of people from a lot of people who are like um, you know really really into music as as like to be like that's like a really great album yeah and I think the problem with a lot of people telling you this is a really great album is you go in expecting an album to be great and then when it's not like the greatest thing ever you're kind of <laughs> a little disappointed yeah I listen to this album and I it's genuinely one of the m- most like the best albums I've ever listened to
0: that's awesome I love it's it it's so was... good <laughs> it's a cool approach that Cause you mentioned in the article that like normally you choose records that you already are familiar with or that yes. you have some kind of connection to, but it's kind of cool getting people's like raw first reaction to something. Um, so I think that was a cool approach uh, for, for this issue and for that album. Um, so yeah, it was really cool to just read like upon a first listen or first couple of listens, like your main takeaways. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's it awesome. It's, it's like, um, I, I could talk for hours about this album. I think there are so many like intricacies and nuances to the album. <laughs> but obviously, we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> um, but uh it's it's just it, it was it was such an interesting and it was it was a challenging review to write, I think, because you mm. I, I usually I'm much more of like a rock fan, like a rock right. metal uh specifically like alt rock, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. So this was really, really out of my wheelhouse. I think yeah. the closest thing I've listened to with this album is like, um, you know, some jazz. That's it. Right. I'm not like huge into the soul scene. Yeah. Um, uh, but even, even up, even after like a first listen, where I'm just kind of like, uh, getting my initial thoughts of the album together, it was kind of like, man, this is this is legit. Like this is yeah.
0: Well, like, so much of it is, like, the basis for, like, genres that would come out of that, right? Whether it's funk or disco or hip-hop, right? Like, the amount of samples that, yeah. <laughs> you know, reference this era of music, um, that's, like, you can kind of make all those connections, um, which I think is also super cool if you're, like, tracing, like, a history of music, too, which I I, I do feel like has there's been, like, a through line with all of the rewinds right
1: yeah it's it's um i i I like to um i i I like to look at old albums in like a modern context Mm -hmm. uh and i think i think especially this album really really holds up today yeah Uh, specifically because so many artists today cite marvin Gaye as um as an inspiration yeah for their work right like um you can look at there's like so many of the popularity like Kendrick Lamar is an obvious one. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he even samples Marvin Gaye a lot. Like I think the most latest time he did it was on the Heart Part Five. Mm. He sampled uh, a Marvin Gaye track. Uh, the Weekend cites yep. him as as an inspiration. So it's I really like to look at take like, you know, here are these albums. Let's look at it. You know, God for that album 50 years on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> which is crazy um but yeah it's and it's god it's just such a good album <laughs> and, and and it's it's i think i think it's an interesting album just for marvin gay as well because it's like they um he was already pretty famous before that album came out yeah um, but that album is like what made him famous as we know him today
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that started a lot of like the stuff that he would do going forward like right. his new vocal style, his new instrumental style. Right, and right, I think right. It's it's really interesting that he, he almost had two rises to fame.
0: Yeah. They're like um, turning point records, I think, for a lot of artists where you can say, like, okay, this is like the new era, and how it's it's weird how certain versions of artists are the ones that get ingrained in our memories, right? Yeah. Um, I, I I'm trying to think of an example, but I think like when people think of like the Beatles. You either think of four dudes in suits with funny haircuts, or you think of like late 60s hippie Beatles, right? There's yeah. like two versions that you think of, um, and the music that corresponds to each of those eras, too, right? Um, but there's a lot of stuff in between, or before or after, right? Um, but yeah, it's, I think with someone like Marvin Gaye, it's like what leaves the strongest impact, right?
1: Okay, I gotta stop talking about yeah <laughs> this album, because, like I said, I I can talk about this album for like hours. It's just <laughs> such an interesting album. And I think if if anyone listening has a takeaway from any of this episode, the number one takeaway is pick up your copy on Tarot Bang on newsstands now. Uh, yes. The second takeaway is listen to what's going on by Marvin Gaye. It is yeah amazing. Two so.
0: good takeaways. If I could say just one additional thing. Um, while we're on the topic of Black history and with this issue coming out um this Friday or today when you're listening to this, and I'm not trying to sound like a total soapbox, but the like I think it's important to remember why Black History Month exists and to keep in mind that every other month of the year (laughs) is white history month because that is what is considered normal in in Western culture. And we don't give space enough to black voices and black artists um and that has real world impacts right we are in once again right just just in this past month we're seeing once again like black men being killed at the hands of police inequality up and down the united states still in canada whether you're looking at black folks indigenous folks uh trans folks like there is there is a lot of uphill battles that we are still fighting, um, and so this is a this is a drop in the bucket. But this is hopefully our contribution to that conversation. And I just want people to remember that um, there are a lot of positives and a lot of interesting and 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 education based things that you can do this month to engage uh, with Black History, um, but through that to to never forget that. The reason that we're acknowledging this is because there are generations of uh, of just trauma and suffering that this community has faced. And so keep keep that in mind while you enjoy this issue. And remember that, like, there is a reason (laughs) that we are doing this Um, and uh, that that can be another that can be another takeaway uh, from from this issue and this this entire month. Really don't stop engaging.
1: Exactly we can if we can uh do one little thing to make the world a little bit better you know
0: yes yeah exactly exactly
1: all right perfect well thank you for uh thank you for coming on hannah
0: thank you so much for having me um i think this is gonna be a great month and a great issue and i hope everyone enjoys uh what we've put out there
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Couch Podcast. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Pick up your copy of Interrobang on newsstands now, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe. For the Interrobang, I'm Ben Harrietha.
0: The Interrobang Podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex-bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.